Welcome to the Kelowna Real Estate Podcast with your host, award-winning realtor, Matt Glenn, and top producing mortgage broker, Taylor Atkinson. Professionals in the industry, enthusiastic entrepreneurs, and successful investors. When it comes to real estate, we're all in. All right, how's it going today, Taylor? Excellent. It's a uh, beautiful, sunny and May like morning. Extra out. beautiful. Supposed yeah. To like over thirty today. Well, it's because you're in the Lower Mission, not McKinley. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God! I guess we kind of do get a little bit more evening sun. Is that how that works? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Your house is coming along. Your renovations looking uh, <laughs> top notch. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. We're over. There. If you would actually lend a hand instead of just watching, it get finished faster. <laughs> All you got to do is ask my friend. I'm probably going to say no. but <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It is nice to be recording the episode of Right Your House today instead of my house. Uh, although the cell phone service still does not work here. Like, what is up with the cell phone service? In the <laughs> yeah. Like, why yeah. does Telus not have a uh, cell tower here? I don't get it. Well, probably because no one wants a cell tower in their backyard. To yeah. me, it, it does blow my mind. Like, do the, are the cell antennas, do they have to be like every 100 feet? Yeah. They're like... I used to be on telephone. They have to, there has to be a signal somewhere to get, they need a cell tower around here. Like, I don't understand why there isn't one. I, do I feel like a cell tower from Vancouver should be able to reach here clearly. No, enough. You, like, can have, you can have a cell tower. Like there is a TELUS building, not that far away from here. They can put a cell tower on top of that thing. It doesn't sure. have to be like hundred meters high. Okay. We're going to, we're going to leverage this like, podcast and reach out to TELUS. Shaw or something live in this neighborhood. Like why <laughs> do they not just do it? It's crazy. This has got to be that. One of the richest neighborhoods in Cologne, and you cannot open your cell phone. Yeah. I, you know, sometimes it's a good thing. It's a good excuse. Yeah. Off-grid. Yeah. Yeah. It takes the stress away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is very off-grid. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was for a while during renovations. We had no hot water tank. Okay. Well, after that rant's over, uh, appreciate your input, Matt. Well, yeah. Excited to have you over next time, and you can still rant about it. Yeah, today we had a, an awesome guest that um, her niche is kind of luxury Airbnb, yeah. um, that higher end service. Um, Dina Steele, she owns uh, Keys to Kelowna Properties. Yeah, she just manages high end Airbnbs. Yeah, so if you uh, if you have a $5 million vacant lakefront property, yeah. reach out. Or even any lakefront property, right? Like, I think she yeah. has to help people renovate them. She's got an eye for uh, some quality properties. Yeah, runs a super successful business. She's yeah. been in the Okanagan for a long time. Yeah, has some great insight on, Sounds on like future she's properties. Also like a bit of a serial entrepreneur. She seems to know what she's doing. Uh, yeah, great insights here. And she asked us if you have any rental properties that are, or any lakefront properties that aren't that are vacant, put them on the market. Yeah, it is. It is that Airbnb season. So we've done a couple episodes recently. Yeah, episode 14 was more about the specific like condo Airbnb market. Yeah. And then we went through a city planner on episode 15 and yeah. we touched on a little bit. And then um is more about like the single family house. So um, yeah, trying to cover all bases while we're getting up to Airbnb season. So hope you guys enjoy this one. Okay. Welcome to the show, Dina Steele from uh, Keys to Kelowna. Thanks for having me. Welcome to the uh, icebreaker. This segment of the show is brought to you by Taylor at Venture Mortgages. Come venture into the exciting world of mortgages. What is your favorite Kelowna season? 
I'm really enjoying right now. I always tell guests come early May, you get summer temperatures, but not the crazy busyness of the tourist season. You know, you can still get a reservation at a restaurant, but honestly, summer is the best. You have to be down by the lake, though. It's really hot yeah. here. So, yeah. yeah. Today is like 31 degrees, I think. I know. Isn't that special? Yeah. What, yeah. Days it say we're like May 3rd or 4th or something? Yeah. Four? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's a little early. It's like, yeah, what a beautiful time. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Or Dina, what's your drink of choice? Coffee, cocktail, wine, beer. Coffee. 100% coffee. Yeah. I don't drink, but I love Good coffee. Thing. I have Jura at home, which is nice. like my best friend. So even when I go out for coffee, I'm like, Ooh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Mine yeah, is I like that too, the, the Breville. Yeah. yeah. Kind of just like, you know, I like this, but I like my own better. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. If you had 12 hours left in Kelowna, what would you do for fun? I would pour cement and cement my feet. <laughs> I would say I'm not going anywhere. I love it here. I've traveled. I've lived other places, but I've been yeah. here for 35 years off and on. Yeah. And honestly, we have it all. Sometimes I look out at the landscape and I see like South of France, yeah. you know, yeah. it's just a vibe here. Like sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Not enough people have been exposed to it here and yeah. people that, you know, visit end up moving here. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm not going anywhere. I'm I love here. that. That's yeah. Like, that's, that's such the a best good answer, answer we've ever had. Yeah. 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 Good that's, mindset answer. This is the best place. Like I say this all the time that Kelowna is such a new city. Like we're a young city. I think we're like the youngest city. Have to get the staff. You, you, yeah. Yeah. We're just <laughs> but, the youngest city yeah, ever. Yeah. ever yeah. Yeah. But uh, like pe- nobody knows about this place, mm-hmm. but everyone that does yeah. comes back. Mm-hmm. When I tell people, you know, when I, I talk to my peer groups, we, I meet with individuals that are operating in, Amsterdam, the UK, and the US, all over. And I tell them, you know, we have a lake that spans three cities and, you know, 200 plus wineries and golf courses and the seasons and champagne powder, snow. And they're like, what? You have to come. Yeah. 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 We do take it for granted. Even um, we were having dinner the other night. What's the restaurant? Is it Maestro's beside the El Dorado? I know they changed their name. Oh, Um, they did. It's like a Mediterranean cuisine people are kite surfing there yeah. like you're right on the water it is just yeah you can you can travel to another place it's awesome it is awesome already if you could i think i know the answer to this one but if you could purchase a property in the okanagan in the next year what would it be investment or recreational <laughs> or? investment always absolutely yeah. i yeah. love the opportunity that um rental income can provide yeah. and long-term gains here i mean the equity is incredible I've had property here in Kelowna for over 20 years. And nice. every time I see a sale, you know, comparable, I'm like, no way. Like, yeah. wow, <laughs> what? Still time. all the time, every time. Yeah. And if I were able to, I would love to invest, obviously, in Lakefront. There's very limited stock. Um, yeah. I see people, you know, seeing the opportunity, the legacy properties. Yeah. And there's still some great deals to be had. You know, I saw an, a property on Abbott. They bought two side-by-side lots, so two $2 million lots, demolished both properties, built an incredible home. I mean, I hate to say this, but it was a pretty affordable deal for what he created. <laughs> yeah, seriously, yeah, I agree with that. That's, uh, I guess so you, guess you need some more electronic properties to manage here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's a lot here that are definitely worthy. Again, I would love to bring more exposure to the city. And I think those yeah. influential people, not even just like celebrities and professional athletes that we yeah. host, but yeah. just those high net worth individuals that are super connected. Yeah. You know, we had one client that were a guest, became a client, brought like six of their friends here in one year just by sharing the beauty. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And these people are then bringing like 
conferences, masterminds, bringing more and more of their network to the area. And I think we we need more of that for yeah. sure. I would love for Kelowna to be recognizable as Monaco to people. If you yeah. were to say Monaco, oh, Kelowna. Yes. I, I totally want to go there. It's on my bucket list. I think it will. I love it. We're yeah. looking at it on that here at the Kelowna Real Estate Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're getting a lot of downloads from Monaco. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 Direct flight to Kelowna the airport. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, some of the stats are coming up. People are downloading it from South America. So uh, <laughs> thank you for tuning in. I don't know who they are, but Hola. it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I love that though. I think we have the opportunity to do that. Absolutely. I think we're just on the verge of that tipping point. Yeah, I agree. And for the residents here, like that kind of money coming in will only give us better restaurants, potentially like bike trails, like the rail trail that will be like world renowned just yeah. as the Meyer Canyon trail. I think it'll bring us more amenities for the residents living here. And I mean, that's what I want. Yeah, I want, I want more beach access. I'm so excited yeah. to see the new park finally opening. Or the development at the base of Knox, the old toll coal development. Yeah, can't wait for that. It's yeah, like a twenty-year timeline yeah. on that, yeah. but finally, uh, finally. So. Well, I mean, especially if you've been in Kelowna this long, like to me, it only feels like the last ten years. It's really started to develop yeah. into like nice culture and mm-hmm. good places to eat and drink. Mm-hmm. Growing up here, it was a cool beach town, but it wasn't on this scale. So mm-hmm. yeah, so it's gaining momentum. Yeah. yeah, we do need more people. We need more restaurants. Like we have quite a few restaurants, but like. We could use a lot, you know, if you go to Vancouver or like a bigger city, there's like yeah. thousands of restaurants mm-hmm. here. We, mm-hmm. like, we have a handful. Yeah, we have a handful. There's good ones, but like we need more good ones. I yeah. totally agree. Yeah. Can you give us a, a quick three-minute elevator pitch on your business then for anyone that doesn't know you? Mm-hmm. So we primarily focus on limited edition um, vacation rentals. We find our guests love the collector's item aspect. They like to stay in a different one each time. So we focus on the luxury market and we operate short-term rentals 365 days out of the year for mostly remote investors. So all of our partners are out of town. So everything is pretty hands-off. We have about 32 properties signed with more on the way. There is a little bit of an ebb and flow, right? Because some of our luxury homes are primary residences for some people. Our listings drop off and then come back on seasonally. And uh, yeah, this is our goal is to really bring more attention to the area. And so we work with host celebrities and professional athletes. I was going to say they leave some great stuff behind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can you tell us any funny stories of what uh, they leave behind? Well, so we had one actress come. Okay. Crazy. It's like, how do you get in front of these people? How do you market to these people? Yeah. They book their own accommodations. Two days prior, they knew they were filming here for over a year. Two days prior to their arrival, they booked a 40-day stay. Thank goodness. Full price. Great. Follow them. Obviously, I follow any of my guests that I can just yeah. to get to know them a little bit better and yeah. to stay in touch. I love using Instagram for relationship building. Yeah, we'll definitely plug that too. Yeah. So she was posting all of these um, promotions for, I guess she's also an influencer. She's posting her product promotions, everything like that. So after she departed, she left everything. So they ship all of the product to her so she can film and boxes. I felt like I was robbing the place. I was like, are you kidding me? We donated, there was boxes of unopened makeup for her makeup campaigns. We donated that to the women's shelter. Her dogs were her babies. So a ton of dog stuff. So again, to the SPCA, like premium, premium products. Our athletes that come, like we had a um, 
pro assault bike left. So they just used it for like two weeks. Oh. Ordered a new one. <laughs> no, I, I, I need like, one of those. I know. It's great. I've used it like three times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's very interesting. And I was saying, you know, earlier, they don't need much from you when they come. They come with their own teams. They come with the nannies. They come with the chefs. Sometimes bring their parents. Like everything is taken care of and it's all yeah. managed. They're the best guests. They clean the house every, they have a house cleaner yeah, come in, yeah. you know, two, three times a week. It's amazing. So, um, so how did you find out about this niche market? Cause like, you're the only one that I know that's doing really like high end luxury type of properties. How'd you get into it? How'd you figure it out? I just wanted it. I want it. I want it. I want it. I saw, I first, when I moved down into this particular neighborhood, I saw a ton of vacancies for these underutilized properties that I would love to get my hands on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just have always, I didn't come from an affluent background at all, but I've always wanted like the best. You put something in front of me, you give me option A, B, C. I want A, always. Like I just attracted to it. I feel like it's missing in the market. I understand for the most part. I mean, you don't know what you don't know. I haven't been exposed to that. Supreme market. But yeah, no, I just wanted it. And I literally just said I was doing it and they come, you build it and they will come yeah, yeah. <laughs> as cliche as it sounds. Yeah. It's so true. So, yeah. So do you have, are they filling up? Like, do you ever have vacancies? Like, or how, how in the big guys, they yeah. sell first. Yeah. They sell first. And nice. I had a wait list for one property over a hundred people. Wow. Oh, it's crazy. Really? I was like, I need more yeah. of these properties. Yeah. yeah. So I guess like you're not having a hard time finding guests. You're trying to find more clients mm-hmm. with those higher end properties. Mm-hmm. Um, so how do you find those? Like, are you pitching investors? Cause you said most of them are out of town. How I broke into the vacation rental market. My personal property I offered as a, an executive rental. So I would usually host, you know, I was friends with this banker and they would bring in their executives for six weeks at a time. So I'd rent my furnished home out. Then I tapped into the foreign student market. Their budgets were amazing. (laughs) So I would host them three months at a time, travel, come home to my furnished home. So I was kind of house hacking that way. And then traveling, I started using Airbnb. And I loved the properties that I was staying. We went to Italy for a year. I was like, super cool. I want to do this when I get home. Airbnb reached out to me. I totally ignored the email. And then two weeks later, I opened the email and I just let it be a part of my 120 open tabs. (laughs) And a few weeks later, I was like, got to clear these tabs. And that's how you do it too. (laughs) I love batch work. (laughs) Yeah. As I'm looking at my computer, I'm like, torture. Yeah. 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 So after three hours of, seeing the opportunity about, you know, they said, would you like to help other owners host their homes? I filled out their paperwork within three hours. I signed two fully furnished, totally photographed properties with a retired hockey player. And he had them just sitting here and he didn't know what to do with them. And he saw my name pop up. So we partnered. His brother was talking about me at a party. There's two other people who had investment properties here, also zoned vacation rentals downtown. So that kind of just was a trickle effect, birds of a feather, made a few mistakes, yeah. signed a few people I shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Learned, learned my lesson, but yeah, no word of mouth is really strong. Again, being in that trusted network of people, they're not necessarily out, you know, searching online for someone they're asking their peers, Hey, yeah, yeah. who's who. And I get a lot of great guests that way as well. I wouldn't say social media, a great resource other than for me, building relationships, building relationships with realtors, yeah. keeping in contact with my guests, 
a lot of action for me happens in the DMs, less so, you know, on the front end. Is your business like full service? Like you, they sign with you and you do the rest? Mm-hmm. You have mm-hmm. cleaners, you have all that kind of stuff? Not in-house. We use contractors. Okay. I like to limit liability as much as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, full service. That's the only tier we offer. It's yeah. like, that's it. And we prefer plug and play. You come on board. We take care of everything right from the beginning to the the continuation. (laughs) So then do you do like financial projections for investors? Kind of like, Hey, if you list this property, this is potentially how much you're going to make, or this is historically what we've seen. Is that how you're kind of getting people to, to invest? You know what? Sometimes they come in pretty hot. So it's a 20 minute phone call and they're signed. It's great. They come in super hot. Time to kick around. Yeah. Yeah. They want to give it a try. We do have like a financial calculator with performance and everything, but the market is so volatile, right? Like I was saying, like August last year was slower than September when August should have been really strong because it was an incredible month here in the Okanagan. You know, pandemics, fires, floods, our lake. I don't know if you were here. I think it was 2016, 2017. You couldn't boat on the lake all of July. In the hospitality industry, it's very volatile. So it's very hard to give anyone COVID shut our business down like four times. Yeah, that must have been stressful. But then we had the best revenue ever. Incredible. Record-breaking numbers. Incredible. So, um, you know, I try to see what's your risk tolerance? How comfortable are you with the ebbs and flows? Like the lead times for guests now can be two weeks to 30 minutes. Yeah, Some people yeah. are like, uh, we're parked outside the building. Can we book? I'm like, why are you waiting till last minute? <laughs> yeah. And there's various reasons. Most of it's not because they were unorganized. Yeah. So if you can't handle that last minute, that's where the money's at. Yeah. If you can handle that, usually I don't take those clients on because I do want people who are a little bit more comfortable, who are in the game to invest, to make money. You know, I'm commission only. Are you primarily through Airbnb or do people book directly through you? I do right now. I have about 80% of our revenue through the company is direct. About wow. 65% of the bookings is direct. Yeah. We, oh, that's great. Mm-hmm, it's been really great, especially for like, we just signed an amazing contract with a trade coming to do some specialized work at the UBC tower downtown. Yeah. That was direct, and I don't want to share the numbers, but they're really good. <laughs> like these owners will be making more than their best year in nine months with wow. one guest. Okay, well, let's dive into that. Not that specifically, but like, mm-hmm. let's say if somebody wealthy is listening to this podcast and they have some money sitting around mm-hmm. and they're interested in this market, mm-hmm. certain areas of Kelowna that you recommend, certain properties, like, does it have to be lakefront? There's a pool. Is there a a bedroom capacity that you need? Like what's the most profitable? Yeah. Yeah. So stay away right now. The saturation, like over 45% of the market is in the two bedroom condo. Yeah. So I know I have one too. Downtown, obviously premium for 365 days out of the year. West Kelowna, very tricky to get people over there. Yeah. Lake country, not a problem. Lake really? stone. I have so much success in Lake Stone. It's gorgeous. The energy there. McKinley, it's okay. Um, Sorry, Matt. (laughs) Love McKinley. No, no, no. Like 2025, 2026, it's going to be amazing. That's what I wait for. That's fine. It's just a dusty construction mess. But we have some great properties there. Two bedrooms. We make sure that we put both king-size beds in there. We try to attract couples, childless couples. Private hot tub key on those ones. Those ones book all year. Very strong. 
very rarely do we need to offer significant discounts because the competition just isn't there for the that space. Yeah. Uh, in Kelowna, you can only offer homes with three bedrooms. So if you have the opportunity to get three plus bedrooms, you can do that. You can only have six adults in these properties. Those are the bylaws. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Really? Six adults, unlimited children. <laughs> Like that's where the noise did comes they, from. Did they change that? No, that's been since 2019, 2018, okay. whenever the 2018, 2019, when they came in. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess three bedrooms. Giant parties coming through. Yes. I mean, especially in residential neighborhoods, right? We just, yeah. and six adults, if you're not servicing that house, you know, with cleaning every few days, it can bring in a lot of, it's messy. Yeah. I don't yeah. want more than four adults typically in my properties. Yeah. So six is the max currently. There were a handful of bookings at this house for eight adults. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's a, that's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially with the bathroom count. I try not to put like, if there's yeah. two bathrooms, six max, like three people sharing a bathroom, especially in the mornings, you've got wine tours. Everyone's got to get out yeah. the door. It's yeah. tricky. So yeah, I mean, we can only offer three bedrooms. I get requests for corporate offsite because everyone's working from home, these companies, these corporations have bigger budgets to spend. And this is something that I want to focus on in in the future. They're meeting offsite, doing corporate retreats. So each individual needs their own bedroom and their own bathroom. So we don't have that here because you can only do three. You're likely don't have three bedrooms ensuited. So that's where that intention, that purpose-built property if you're looking to build, make sure you ensuite everything. <laughs> everything needs a king bed. Yeah. yeah. So if you're going to build a property, lakefront, mm-hmm. tree bath. Not even lakefront. It needs to be visually interesting. So again, those collectors' items, people are willing to pay. Yeah. You know, and I do like our prices fluctuate violently sometimes, yeah. depending on you well, know what's okay. Yeah, I'll put you on the spot. Mm-hmm. What's kind of like the highest per night one of these properties have gone? Uh, 4,000, but probably get five depending on the property per night. Yeah. But most of the people are coming again, like if we're talking like athletes or celebrities, they're coming for a full month. Yeah. That's where we kind of have to negotiate. Okay. What's your tolerance? How many people, you know, like we we have one individual, they're basically cycling their friends in and out golf groups. Another three is coming. Another three is coming. Mom's coming. You know, there's a price to pay for that. (laughs) Yeah. And for, for your own portfolio, Mm -hmm. do you have a couple that are favorites? You don't need to like list the specific property, but um, areas maybe of Kelowna. Well, upper mission health neighbor is a nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) The neighbors are the worst. The neighbors are the worst. They just, they get so uptight before anything's even happened. Yeah. Yeah. So the upper mission is a challenge for that because the houses are like right up against each other, but we're operating legally. You know, again, the guests are coming for 30 plus days. so We're able to operate. No problem. Normally after a few turns, the neighbors end up calling me and they're like, what do you think I could get for my house? Right. (laughs) I had in Lakestone, I had six people in one area reach out out of, I think there's like 24 properties in that subdivision yeah. area and six of them reached out after they saw you're just going to be thing. managing the whole neighborhood soon hey well they still would be a good spot because there's no uh spec tax so i bet you there are a lot yeah. of houses like that absolutely unfortunately the restrictions right 30 days they yeah. won't allow anything less yeah. um so it does limit us it's very hard to kind of puzzle piece those reservations in to get high occupancy yeah there'll right. be like three week gaps in between guests because you just have to find the next guest that's willing to come on like April 8th. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So how, how far apart or how far in advance do people book generally? 
For the summer stays, um, especially if they're regular visitors, usually three months maybe, Um, sometimes a year, we'll start the conversation because they want to come back. And I will just let them know. Like The challenge is is getting these properties online. These people are getting antsy usually in January, February to book the next vacation. But we don't have the new listings because they want something new, not what they stayed in last year. (laughs) We don't have it photographed yet because it's not ready. Um, And then obviously the landscape doesn't green up until about now so yeah until like a week ago Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but then the lead times for the domestic travelers who are just coming for leisure very short very short two weeks 30 minutes yeah like people are driving on the highway and they're like we're just in merit no seriously i can't even tell you how many people one of my best guests turned client that influential person who brought their friends to Kelowna, 15 minutes so they showed up at the Grand Hotel. <laughs> Did they just Hotel. get like tired on a road trip and no, just want so to stop? They showed up at the Grand and apparently their pool was down. Oh. And um That's a stinger. Yeah. So he was like, We really need a pool. We Discovery Bay, we had a pool. It's not my nicest units, actually, one of my like least amazing units <laughs> yeah. that I have. And it just so happened I had a bottle of bubbly, I never leave wine for guests, but I had a bottle of bubbly in my car and Justin's dark chocolates. Uh, peanut butter cups. Yeah, nice. So organic. Put it in the fridge because I knew he was traveling with his son. And yeah, 15 minutes. I was like, I can get you in there right now because we do self-check-in. So, yeah. And that turned out to be his favorite chocolate bar. Uh, <laughs> so he kept my <laughs> kept my number. And yeah. uh, the next year, you know, they were like, okay, we're going to work from home on the West Coast. So they came, stayed for four months, extended, everybody extends. So all the guests that we get for those executive stays, they'll book 90 days. They'll stay like five, six months. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. That's nice. You know, you work from home, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you ever and then they a... ended up moving here. Oh, perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you ever have a guest that's like 15 minutes out, I can leave my house like yeah. short notice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have so many owners that tell me that. I'm like, yeah, that's not happening. Good. I need you out now. Because yeah. it takes a long time to oh, yeah. detail yeah. the houses. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. So this is like your your busiest season right now, getting everything prepped and ready. It, it, well, most of everything is ready. Again, we operate all year. Yeah. So any of the new listings, it didn't slow down this year, though. I was saying like January, February is a nice little lull. I had no break. Everybody wanted to get like a plan to, to launch their properties. Yeah. So the challenge in the market right now, I think, is, and I hate to use the word saturation, but it's going to be saturated. It, it is, right? but it's like you're talking on the the condos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, even homeowners. Like, I was just speaking with an individual yesterday, and I think it's indicative of the market and the challenges that people are facing. Yeah. They're looking for some extra income or so many variable mortgages that they're looking to take hey, care yeah. of that. Yeah. So they're willing to move out of the city. Yeah. to help supplement. But I was like, so is everybody else right yeah. now, you know, yeah. move temporarily um, and come back. Can we handle it? I mean, Tourism Kelowna, I believe they said uh, they expect 3 million visitors this year versus the two that we've been experiencing the last little while. So oh, that's wow. great. More traffic. Dependently. Yeah. Holy. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. That's very good. Yeah. So that will help. Then there's a lot of bad actors. Another thing that I'm really trying to focus on. So I'm a member of the Airbnb professional host group that Airbnb puts together. And then I also am one of the administrators for a local, not regulated by Airbnb, but we do professional hosting. Yeah. So try and make sure everyone's super responsible because we have a lot of like young investors. They bought three with their family. They're running these into the ground Obviously, the noise and parking complaints are going to rise naturally with right, more yeah. coming on the market with yeah. the city of Kelowna. 
The province is now looking at regulating. So right now it's left up to each municipality. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So that's coming down the pipe. Shoot. What does that look like? They have not uh, dropped any hints. I'm hoping it's not you know, more taxes. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Definitely some more regulations, though, because everyone's very concerned about the long-term housing stock. And I can see both sides. I can see homeowners suffering, and I can see renters struggling. So it is a fine balance. And that's why I'm focused on the luxury market, because those <laughs> yeah, totally. those, are, those well, are not on the long-term market, and they never will be. I'm yeah. sorry. It's interesting because you need rental stock, but you also, like, our city doubles in size. Like, we're going to have 3 million visitors this year. Where do they stay? Right? Like, we have basically one hotel in this city. Well, two. We have the Eldorado and the Grand. Right? Like, where does everybody stay that isn't there? Mm-hmm. Right? I don't. So, like, I, it is a fine balance. So, if the province does that, like, not every city is like this. I don't know what the right answer is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no easy solution. Like, I do feel bad for renters, but maybe we should build more purpose-built rentals mm-hmm. and leave the Airbnb market alone and leave people if they want to make a profit to help pay for their property, whether it's a few weeks or a few months out of the year, let them do that. But make incentives. Like if the province or city is getting involved, like incentivize builders and developers to, to actually build affordable housing for people to get into the market instead of taking off you know, a million dollar single family house from Airbnb, provide a $300,000 condo that people can raise a family in. That's where it's going. I mean, people are going to be raising families in small condos. And yeah. I mean, they do it in many cities. Yeah, yeah, uh, totally. We're we're a little spoiled. I do. Like, I've always, my three bedroom home, I always had roommates. I loved, they paid for everything. I had no expenses. <laughs> yeah. And I don't understand why more people don't do that. But that's not the problem. What I do see is like the situation I, I had a call yesterday with someone looking for some advice. Their neighbor is going to turn their, they've the neighbor invested over $3,000 in upgrading the suite in their home to put on Airbnb. And I was like, first of all, you legally can't operate. So this is a risky endeavor, right? You could get shut down. And secondly, your neighbor has requested that you not do it. They're stratified lot too. So (laughs) there's a battle. You're bringing a property onto the market. You shouldn't be operating in. You are taking it out of long-term rental stock. Why are you doing this? So I, I've tried to encourage people, you know, let's yeah. kind of keep it legal because you're going to ruin the business for the rest of us. Yeah. There are like 15 <laughs> buildings in Kelowna that offer short-term rentals, Kelowna and West Kelowna, yeah. and like three more coming, Zara and Lake Stone and then Caban and Aqua, yeah. three towers. Yeah. So we have accommodations for, to compete with hotels for those people in the summer, yeah. for sure. So I think we need to like really reevaluate what your actually doing. Yeah. You know, I just want to encourage everyone to be really responsible about it because it's going to hurt the rest of us. You know, if it is your primary residence, you can rent it for four months out of the year. If we damage, you know, our reputation with short-term rentals, they could take that away. They can do whatever they want. Yeah. New York, San Francisco, I think you're allowed like 30 days of the year now. You know, they did allow it, then they've taken it away. Oh, so I watch a lot of the markets, yeah. um, how regulations are changing. and Not to encourage people to use professional managers, but maybe that should be a regulation. What you should, that that they should use is actually say, okay, if you are going to run an Airbnb, use a professional manager Mm -hmm. and then you guys have liability insurance because like when we ran our primary residence, yeah, we had a professional manager, Mm -hmm. they had noise sensors, like you're on top of it. You know, you have security systems in place to actually monitor that. 
You can smell a bad guest a mile away. Yeah, and you guys vet it. And like you said, you're part of these organizations that you have a blacklist of people. Like if one manager has a bad experience, you let the other managers know. There is no Um, blacklist. Right. Okay. Sure. (laughs) There is. You're saying that because I'm on the black. Well, I see. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we need yeah. one for bad owners too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Seriously, I was going to ask. Like, has there been like on the other on the news the other night? There was it wasn't local. I think it was somewhere else. But the camera, the camera, and mm-hmm. the outlet. Mm-hmm. But have, is there anything like that happening? Flow? Is there anything like that happening? No, I mean, I had one owner control the thermostat remotely. So I control, oh, <laughs> right. And these were amazing guests. They've been back like three times, amazing guests. And they were like, we're really hot. The house just gets hammered with sun. Yeah. They're like, the air conditioner is going to freeze up. I'm like, sorry, 24, it's too hot in a little hot box like that. So you get insane people like that, or that they'll be watching. Yeah. So you have no access to <laughs> the smart home equipment, right? You leave it to yeah. us because yeah. we'll do the yeah. stressing you don't understand the behavior of guests. And I do, you know, I see it every day. It's a full-time job. So I try to take that away from the reason why you're hiring a professional manager is to take the burden off of your plate and air conditioning. If somebody wants it cool, when it's, you know, 40 degrees outside, they want it cool. The camera, I'm sure that was another guest, you know, leaving something behind. Every time I use a public bathroom, I'm like, is there a camera in here? Like, <laughs> did somebody leave something behind? Yeah. I mean, it happens. But uh, yeah. yeah, no, nothing like that. And I mean, I am pretty good. I always get one bad owner a year where yeah. I let them sneak in, whether I'm empathetic or sympathetic yeah. to their situation. Yeah. But no, most people are that I work with anyways are pretty cool. I yeah. try, you know, cool. your vibe attracts your attract. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you have I'm to go out of your way lane. almost to be a bad uh, owner. Like, if you hire a professional manager, mm-hmm. it'd be pretty hard to mess that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One thing I like to, like, when I vet my owners, if they've done it before, yeah, hopefully they can understand. Yeah, it's hard, it's hard work. There's always a guest a month where you're like, this one's going to be a handful. Like, yeah. I, I just had one leave. I think we had 170 exchanges. Oh. Just all kinds of questions and yeah. comments and just, you know, handful. Yeah. So the reason why we also, the owners aren't in on the conversation is because it's just so much back and forth. It's so much emotion when it's someone's yeah. home and they're like, it's yeah. precious. It's like that with being an agent also. Oh, I'm sure. Like you got to filter some of the feedback. It's just like, Jesus. Man. Yeah. You know, yeah. like you just know your client. You just know what they can handle and what they can't. Yeah. So. yeah. I had one guest or the guest with 170 exchanges. Like, oh, my throat is so dry. <laughs> the construction. I'm like, they're not doing anything on weekends. There is no active construction. I was the worst at that job. I just couldn't handle I'm it. Like, my responses oh. would be just very yeah. short. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. I actually love customers. Yeah. 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 We actually did a, Emily was on mm-hmm. two episodes ago mm-hmm. and basically, yeah, we listed all the short-term rental bylaw places. You just mentioned, did you say Zara? Mm-hmm. Is that a new? So beautiful. Where is that? It's in Lakestone. So oh, when okay. you go into Lakestone, you'll see like the pickleball courts and yeah. the center club, which is finally open. It's right there. Okay. So I think it's four stories sold out. What I really love about it, the outdoor pool will be open year round and they've left the trees. It just has like a Whistler four seasons Whistler vibe. So I'm very excited. Full-time short-term rental approved. So I'm looking forward to that one for sure. Delayed of course on their start beyond a year. So how much, do you know how much they were selling for? 
it was pretty on par with everything else like Aqua and Caban when they were selling out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you say outdoor pool all mm-hmm. year long. That mm-hmm. must be like a hot tub pretty much. Oh, it's giant. It's a big pool. Yeah. It's a big pool. <laughs> Matt, Matt's just going to be like swimming. <laughs> oh, the temperature. I yeah. mean, I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. Give it's me an amenities pass. Yeah. I'll be there. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime we do a refresh on one of the hot tubs, I'm like, mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that actually sounds kind of awesome. Yeah, no, it's, uh, I'm really looking forward to that one. Again, Lake Stone, like the energy out there, the community, they've got, you know, the off-road bike paths, walking paths. If I were to ever leave this neighborhood, I would end up in Lake Stone. Yeah. And I mean, Lake Country was one of the, you know, strongest growth the last year. Yeah, and, it's been but mostly residential. If you look at the stats on how many people brought on like short-term rentals, yeah. very minimal. I think there was like 6% growth out there. Where it was like 15 down here for short-term rentals. Yeah, very minimal growth over there. So it's great. It's mostly residential. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Once our comes on board, that'll change. Our Lake Country needs some more restaurants also. I oh, think. 100%. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to get them though. I mean, the wineries. Yeah. Right? Yeah, Once yeah. it'll work, like yeah. that will bring some major yeah. action. And yeah. Ex Nihilo has got, you know, their pizza oven. And I love the seasonal cream puffs at Arrowleaf. The owner makes them and yeah. they're different. Everything they're like $8 a piece, but they're yeah. so good. So there's little pockets. There's a great little vegan cafe on the waterfront at Okanagan Center Road, yeah. Salty's Caramel Kitchen. Yeah. So it's got Bl- some fun Blind stuff Blind Tiger there. has a pizza oven too. Yeah. 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 And they have uh, good, like cinnamon dessert pizza. La Pena Vino, I think in Lake Country on the old highway. Yeah. Went there last summer. Super cute. Yeah. Super cute. Packed, jam-packed. So there's that, that's pockets. a cute patio, like covered in vines. Yeah, like that. that's, that's yeah. awesome. We've yeah. been there for pizza a few yeah. times. Yeah. yeah, that's fantastic. Cool. Well, we know this is a very busy season for you, and mm. yeah, we're we're tight on time, so we'll start to wrap things up. Sure. We'll go into the uh, ice maker. Time for everyone's favorite part of the show: the ice maker section. Brought to you by myself, Matt Glenn. What is the best habit or routine that you attribute to your success that you feel our listener could benefit from? Persistence and patience. So I think that's definitely my strong suit is the patience, the long game yeah. in real estate, relationship building, yeah. it's the long game. Yeah. So I know a lot of property managers are looking at coming on, you know, just building a business and you'll grab a ton of listings. It's not going to be a good time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you're patient, the right people will come along and the the business will build itself again with that word. Of mouth. Yeah. You're like the perfect example of someone that decides what they want and then just goes and gets it. Yeah. Yeah. I- <laughs> Feels good. <laughs> Feels good when it works. Yeah. <laughs> when it doesn't work, it's very painful. Yeah. Well, you just, yeah, the persistence just gets you through that, right? So I love yeah. that. Yeah. What's the best thing you've ever spent money on? I love kitchen appliances. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would say like my Vitamix is my best friend. Um, and the Jura. I used to make stovetop espresso, again, Italy. Stovetop espresso every morning, but I was like 15 minutes grind tamp. Yeah. The Jura is so good, but I don't like to have two coffees a day. Oh, no? No. Just one? Yeah, just oh. one. Jeez. Huh. <laughs> so I have to... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm running on like four. <laughs> uh, I, try to, I try to keep it healthy. Yeah. Um, and then my Aura Ring, I love that. I use that. Oh, uh, is that good? Oh, I love it. I've had uh, it for about three years. I was going to get one a few years ago. Some of the reviews were very um, unsupportive of it. I am big into the health realm. Like I have the red light, the infrared sauna the compression suits, you name it. I've got my own little, I don't know if you've been to the recovery spa here in Kelowna. No, it's, it's awesome. It's got all the toys. So yeah. there's probably a few hundred thousand dollars worth of equipment in there. Yeah. Um, but I have my own. Uh, the aura <laughs> ring help measure that like 
those small minute changes that you might not notice, you know, taking a new supplement. Is it working? Oh, yeah. This will tell you. Did you eat dinner a little bit too late? And maybe that's why you stayed up. Like, this will tell you. Did your temperature change? It's directly on your phone. Like, it comes up on an app and Mm -hmm. gives you that? Okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I just wear mine at night. I think that's why it's maybe lasted so long. Um, But my partner's had his for the same amount of time, and he wears it all the time. I wouldn't say it's much of a fitness tracker. It will track a little bit of your steps and whatnot. But I love it. $300 on a subscription. Okay. Cool. I'll look back into it. Because they were on, like, I don't know phase two of it or something when I was looking into it. Yeah. I think they're on yeah gen two, maybe okay. you know? I'm yeah. a big data nerd. So <laughs> like, yeah. well, what is the most impactful book you've ever read? Mm-hmm. So I love, these are old books, the four agreements. Yeah. I love that. And my favorite one is don't take anything personally, whether someone says something good or bad about you, it doesn't matter. So I try and just like water off a duck's back. Yeah. Even if it's a, even if it's a compliment, I'm like, that's your, however, how do I feel? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The four hour work week changed my life when I was in my early, I don't even remember. I don't think that book's 20 years old, so I can't remember when that was, but it, it was like a tipping point for me to build. So my first company was um, exactly what they said not to do in the four hour work week was a nutritional supplement company. So I created a nutritional supplement called Thyroid Revive. Um, Rest in peace. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, that, I, that just, (laughs) (laughs) irony. Yeah. That book was super inspirational. And I always like, for me too, I really only actually get like three solid hours of productivity. You know, the rest of it is all that busy work or all the interruptions on the project, you know? So that helps me be like, that's what's normal. That's normal. It's okay that you don't have a solid eight hours or 16 hours of yeah, especially in a job like this where you're answering constant messages and organizing cleaners and stuff. Yeah, it's like 300 notifications a day. I don't, yeah. I tell owners, I'm like, so sorry, uh, you cannot text me. It's got to be an email. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, I will lose you. Uh, do you do you have a team? Like a, mm, a few people working with you? It's pretty much me. I have a virtual assistant full time. Yeah. Yeah. In the summer, last year, I had an executive assistant full-time. This year, I'm bringing on, as I was saying, I'm building a second brand um, to take those B and C-class properties for all the leads that are coming yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Bringing on another partner, just working on that contract details, and I'm a little nervous about a partnership. But yeah, so no, it's just me. And I try and keep things lean. I'm very much like, again, all about the batch work, keep my overhead low. Um, I've always been very hands-on. So I've never been about the acquisition of a ton of listings. I call it renovate my inventory every year. So look at that bottom 20% or even the bottom 80% yeah, right. <laughs> and purge, purge, you know, like, Emma, are we doing each other a service here? Are you making the minimum? Are you costing, you know, yeah. me time? <laughs> Stress. That's a good way to look at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like so you it's... renovate the home, you renovate your inventory. One bonus question. I feel like you probably have a ton of good like places to eat and mm. you know, mm. go around town. Top few restaurants that you like right now? Okay. Well, pizza. Yeah. Antico Napolitana on Bernard. Yeah. The best pizza. Yeah. Well, hands down. Quattro Formaggi. Yum. <laughs> <laughs> no one thinks that the best food is here, but um, and I'm a big Italian person. Again, we lived in Italy for a year. Yeah. Mama Rosa's. Yeah. But the pesto lasagna, that's the one. It's not on the menu, oh. but it's there. Oh, it's cool. so good. That's all we get. I'm basically, I order one thing, and that is, if that's your thing, that's all that's I'm going to order there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love, you know, Summerhill Winery really needs a renovation, like another one, like a better one. Yeah. But the view from yeah. that patio 
I love when I used to drink, I would have a glass of wine and they had like a vegan cheese board. I'm vegetarian. That was a really good experience. I do enjoy waterfront wines. I think Mark is amazing. He lives in the neighborhood. I don't know if you see him out walking his dog. Quality food. And um, where else do we like to go? I'm all over the place. You know, Cedar Creek. The vibe. The food can be hit or miss. Again, I'm a vegetarian. (laughs) I, my filter, my, my options are very minimal, but 50% of the time I have a great meal there, but the vibe, like I'm so happy to see the investment that they made up there. Yeah. Like you're comparing like Summerhill with the renovation to that. Yeah. It is insane. Yeah. Yeah. Feels like Napa up there. Yeah. It's gorgeous. Yeah. So I always send my guests. I'm like, if you want an experience, if you want a beautiful venue, definitely go check out Cedar Creek. Yeah. And then, um, like I was just at, um, on sunset last night or not last night, this uh, past weekend, seven restaurants down there. It's cafe and like six restaurants. I'm like, that's so fun. Yeah. So we got Waterfront and Erica Jane. And yeah. I mean, they still need to prove themselves a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's new. Yeah. It's new. Yeah. yeah. Gorgeous. But yeah. There's a yeah. few new ones on there. Yeah. So. yeah. yeah. Humo on, uh, on uh, Abbott. Humo. Kaya Humo. Okay. It's a Japanese oh. Latino infusion. Where's that one? Is that one by the hospital? No, um, right across from City Park. So the view is oh, cool. great and oh. not great. Oh, yeah. It's right where the Thai place used to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It opened like two weeks ago. Yes, so we I've went heard, there. If you're into cocktails. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Gorgeous. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Super good vibes. Okay. Well, uh, thank you so much for coming on yeah, the show. Dina, how can we and our listeners help you? You know what? I'm looking to capitalize on some of those underutilized houses here yeah. in the Okanagan. <laughs> yeah. I have, as I was saying, I have a wait list for one of our lakefront listings of over a hundred people. Like there are people chomping at the bit to spend time in the Okanagan on the water. Yeah. They want the dock so yeah. that they can park their boat there yeah. so that they can experience that like exclusive lifestyle in the Okanagan yeah. just for a week, a month. And there's all these beautiful homes sitting vacant, collecting dust, paying extreme taxes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I can help out with that. Yeah. So if you're listening to this podcast yeah. and you're that person, you have a $14 yeah. million dollar house just sitting there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so like ideal house, three beds, three on Minimum three bed. Yeah. Okay. Lakefront, ideally, honestly, one of our beautiful properties up in upper mission pool, very architecturally unique. Like like yeah. it, it can't be old. You know, a lot of times when people do come to me, they're like, oh, we've lived in this house for 20 years. I'm like, it needs a, it needs a little refresh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so something a little bit newer, aesthetically pleasing. I mean, there's a ton of money, even for film, right? Or events. Like we have a shoot coming up at one of our properties just so they need the dock. It's a nice rustic dock. Yeah. You know, nothing, no crazy boat lifts on there. So there's tons of opportunity. Yeah. Again, those offsites, the corporate offsites. So yeah, yeah. lakefront is ideal for yeah. sure, <laughs> but anything beautiful, archi- yeah. architecturally unique. Yeah. yeah. I'll go from West Kelowna to Lake country. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. we'll throw your, uh, email and, and mm-hmm. Instagram in the show notes yeah. and people can reach out to you. There. Uh, keys to Kelowna. Yeah. <laughs> keys to Kelowna. Okay. Well, thanks right. so much for the Thank insight. So Enjoy the summer. Awesome. We'll, uh, Thank we'll have you, you back on. Yeah, yeah, maybe at the end of the season. Yeah, let's, the see end of the season. <laughs> yeah. let's see what kind yeah. of goodies they left yeah. behind. You'll be on two cups of coffee by yeah. then, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the funniest thing is I connect with a lot of the property managers in yeah. the city. We keep a great relationship, again, for that blacklist. I believe there's, I think it's your front bush. There were some girls coming home and they fell, like they were intoxicated and fell into the bush. And in my so bush? Fun. I think it was your bush. <laughs> Maybe it was just me. Out there. So your bush. Yeah. It was yeah. your bush. I think yeah. it was your bush. Um, 
And she fell into the bush and it was so funny. And for any of my Real Housewives fans out there, uh, if you've ever seen Luann, you guys probably have no idea what I'm talking no. about. But Luann yeah. fell. She was intoxicated in Mexico, fell into the bush. Anyways, that's exactly what one of the girls did. And she, then all the girls were like, oh, Luann. So if there's any ladies listening, <laughs> yeah. DM me and I'll send you yeah. that video. It's so funny. <laughs> that's why they wanted you to take down the fence so they, yeah. Yeah, so they can get into the bush. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, thank That's you so awesome. much for your time. Yeah. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll talk to you again mm-hmm. soon. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, Dina. Thanks for listening to the Kelowna Real Estate Podcast. Be sure to reach out and let us know how else we can add value to your Kelowna real estate journey. Please show some support by hitting the like, share, and subscribe button. This is sponsored by Matt Glenn Real Estate and Taylor Adventure Mortgages.